Hello, welcome to List Off. I am Nat. And I'm Ozzy. And this week we're doing our top five smells. Mm -hmm. Smells. It's quite a broad uh, thing. It's a very broad thing, but in order to do it, you've kind of got to be a bit, you've got to go deep, haven't you, to get to, to the heart of it. Uh, do you feel you've been successful in selecting your smells? I think they're representative of the smells that I like. But the thing about smells is I don't feel like your brain retains them very well or categorizes them very well. Because often you'll smell something, you'll be like, I love that smell. I didn't know I love that smell. And then it'll come around again, you know, a year later and you'll be like, I love that smell. But I can't keep it in mind necessarily. So mm. there's definitely some smells I love that I haven't thought of. I think some people have better smell reten retention. Like I think, uh, and also I think I'm perhaps more likely to remember bad smells than nice ones. And that, they're the ones that... Is that because you make more bad smells than nice ones? Yeah, I make more bad smells, so I uh, uh, I retain them. But like certainly a bad smell is one that, that burns into my memory and indeed my nostril hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but like... I think I'm quite bad compiling this list. It was quite interesting because you were suggesting it for the last few weeks. And I, I, to me, it always seemed like a really hard one. Like smells, that's too hard. And then I did it fairly swiftly, came up with a list. And I've been kind of chopping and changing it today as I've been kind of selecting them and getting rid of other ones. But I think what I'm... I think my brain is bad at identifying smells like or I've got an incuriosity to smells like I can go that's nice I don't quite know what it is that I uh why I, I haven't gone to the point of identifying for example fragrances I like a nice smell but it's not like I go oh what is that it's just that that smells nice and right. that doesn't smell nice. So you're not labeling it. You're just you're just experiencing. It. You're living in exactly. The smell. But it made me think. I could probably have a better job of identifying some fragrances. I don't know how important I consider a smell to be, and yet I would say that um, smells more than anything uh, is probably a good kind of Proustian uh, flashback to oh, yeah. a time and a place. You can remember smells from like before you can have actual memories like you can get a smell that reminds you of something that happened 35 years ago and you Absolutely. had no idea that you've still got that tagged that smell tagged in your brain that's astonishing yeah. that's astonishing it's like uh the great fresh prince of bel-air said um he said uh when i think back it makes me wonder how the smell from a grill could spark up nostalgia <laughs> i always used to think that was the smell from a girl could spark up nostalgia which was weird um from an almost grown man um your ability to smell comes from specialized sensory cells called olfactory sensory neurons neurons which are found in a small patch of tissue high inside the nose each olfactory neuron has one odor receptor microscopic molecules released by substances around us stimulate these receptors and send messages to your brain which identifies the smells or not in your case Mm -hmm. um, but that is microscopic molecules released by substances around us. That's farticles. That's what farticles are. That's the science behind it. <laughs> I think also some it's made some of my answers what I think of as kind of bland. I think um, I think I would have preferred them to be really specific. I've got a couple of quite specific ones, or have I? No, I'd say only one. Only my uh, 
number five is of is specific, but I would have preferred them to be very specific smells. Well, I think my number five is quite bland. This was suggested originally by Tom Harris of mm-hmm. Buenos Aires, and uh, Tom is on YouTube. You can find the literary adve- the literary misadventures of Torn Hams. Yeah, it's Torn Hams because when you write his name, if you if you because put the R, R and, and, the and, 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 and they run together. That's good. Um, yeah. But he's 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 reading, he's doing fighting fantasy game books live streaming them going through them with like all different cameras so you can see his dice rolls and his pencil marks and his and the book and his face and he's done all the music for it's like composed whole like john carpenter style soundtracks for the whole thing it's incredible check him out i'll put a link in the in the thingy but thanks for the smell he's he gave us a lot of ideas and smells yeah, thanks for the, the smells thanks for the smells uh a lot of good ideas but smells has got to do smells smells is great oh i like the idea of smells I, 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 I'm attracted to smells as a concept, but I thought it was, I thought it was difficult, but we'll see. We'll see. Some of mine, I feel are quite obvious and some are more specific. Do you remember when, um, was it children in need did smell vision mm-hmm. and, and you had yeah. to get the little scratch and sniff book to read along with and smell while you were watching the TV on the Friday night. Yeah. Find did I, did I do it? Yeah, nice idea it. though, Smellivision. I did it definitely. There was like a David Attenborough bit at the beginning with in Smellivision, with bugs. What does David Attenborough smell of? Um, like soap and talcum powder and oh, yeah. um, Murray mints. Uh, and you can hear more about David Attenborough on our top five Dave's list. That's true. That's true. Find it. Find it where you found this. Are <laughs> um. right, you gonna you gonna start us off for your number five? I'm going to start it off. My number five is Mossman, the the Masters of the Universe action figure um, from 1985. And I came up with that this after I'd already made my list and I liked it because how specific it was. Because I was sort of trying to think of things where I've kind of obsessively smelt something and that came out in 85 i did the research today um and whether it came out in the uk at the same time or i guess within about six months of that say 86 so i'm going to be six or seven years old when i would have acquired a moss man action figure and uh moss man is a baddie in the masters of the universe series and even at the age of six or seven, I was aware that Moss Man was basically uh, Beast Man just repainted. But what was great about the Moss Man action figure, it had like a layer of fur on it that just used to smell a bit. And I can just, I just recall sniffing this action figure more than I played with it. It was seldom far away from my nose as I just constantly smell this strange scented. And I've looked it up. It is apparently, it's pine scented. So I guess it's like when you have like a pine scented thing in your car or something. But it was one of those very kind of addictive smells that as a kid, my moss man would be like, just like very close to my nose as I just spend a lot of time just sniffing this action figure. Uh, I found out today as well 
but it was a counter to at the same time they did they had a character called Stinkor, yeah, that had a similar principle where they put but Stinkor was patchouli oil had put patchouli oil into its smell of it, yep. Uh, to kind of put people off and it was sort of and it's painted i think that was also a, a repaint of another um uh action figure but the patchouli oil and he's given a sort of black and white coloring to make it like a skunk, like a skunk. Yeah, yeah 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 uh but patchouli oil i can't kind of bring to mind as a smell oh, but that you, was like you know they sort of describe it as musky so you stink or was kind of a bit like, oh, that's that that's not a nice smell. To but you say that that's with. that's that's Mattel throwing some serious shade at all the people who choose to smell of patchouli oil and walk around with patchouli oil scent on them. Like you so, bet, you know, they're Mattel saying you like, stink. You are a bad guy and you stink like a skunk, which is harsh. Yeah, but they're saying if you have like a pine scented car, yeah, you're all right. Although Moss Man as well is a villain, but I, I can tell you that he's a nice that Moss Man villain. was. Oh, I found it incredibly nice smelling. Do you have any smelling toys? Did you have any toys that you can particularly I mean, remember the smell of? I haven't got it on my list, but I like a latexy smell, like a boglin. Right. A boglin would smell good. Gotcha. Like a latexy toy. Um, I had, like, this, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this correctly. I also had, like, uh, the, the Rancor monster from Return of the Jedi. Right. I think if you, like, basically sniffed into its mouth, I can remember a sort of kind of quite sweet vanilla-y smell to it. I guess it was something to do with the plastic or something mm -hmm. of this very specific... Um... You wouldn't. That doesn't seem fitting, though, to me. The idea that the Rancor's oh, yeah. mouth would smell good is definitely not in keeping with the real in-universe thing. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> but but like uh, that's, what, that's how I remember it, actually having quite a sort of quite a nice smell, something about the plastic of it. But I guess that's it, that kind of things that aren't really supposed to smell nice, but that have a sort of fascination. I think the pine scented thing probably is a, a nice smelling thing. And certainly as a kid, I kind of couldn't get enough of it. Moss man. Amazing. Never had moss man. So I didn't sniff him. I didn't get addicted to sniffing moss man as a kid. Uh. My number five is a probably relatively common one, but it's a uh, honeysuckle honeysuckle. The, I mean, I haven't done my honeysuckle research, but it's a it's a it's a creeping plant like a vine um, with the flowers that smell honeyish, you know, uh, like a lovely nectary smell. And um, we have growing over from the next door nursery into the area where we park our bikes, where our bin is. It really improves the bin smell. And uh, my mum grew it growing up and stuff. It's beautiful, beautiful smell. And of all so the it's a honey smelling, it's you can see why it's called honeysuckle. It's like a clever name for it, but it's 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 a more refreshing than a honey smell. It's like a honey. If you imagine a kind of honey nectar light smell, unless you stick your nose right up in it. You, see, you know, like mm -hmm. most flowers, most flowers that smell nice. If you go and smell that, like you go. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's not good. Mm. It's not going to smell good like that. It's too much. It, you, it's like wearing perfume. So you, you, you got to sort of walk past it and be like, mm, sure. "That's good." You got to catch it on the breeze, on the summer breeze. So honeysuckle, like a I would crunchy? have like a crunchy. Hmm. I like a crunchy in, in close up. No, does it smell like a crunchy? Does it smell like a crunchy? <laughs> 
<laughs> does it smell like a crunchy it's it's no it doesn't smell like a hunch crunchy because okay. crunchy has chocolate around the outside and stuff and that, that has a much more sort of burnt sugar smell to it i don't think it smells like a crunchy it smells like fresh and flowery but with a honey sweet tone so i really like jasmine as well but i'm having honeysuckle with my flower pick okay it's a good one. Okay, top of the flowers top of the flower smells for me it's a good looking flower as well but it does generate quite a lot of sort of dead vine buildup over the years. So, you know, it takes some, takes some work to deal with. Needs keeping in check. Lovely smell okay. in the evening. Mm, lovely. I wish I knew, like it does, I feel, I feel slightly jealous because you're quite a horticulturalist. <laughs> Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. So you do a bit of gardening yeah. and I, um, I feel like that's a part of my life. Like when people talk about plants and flowers and smells of things, mm. it does feel quite alien to me a lot of times. Like I smell a flower rarely, or, or, or as they say, rarely do I take the time to smell a flower. Yeah. But it's the kind as of thing say, you might smell just walking down the street. Someone might have some in their front garden and it might, you might just pass it. You might not even think about it, but it, it would definitely slightly improve your day, especially in London. Like, for sure. Better than the sure. normal smell. You bet. Ah! Um, my number four is the smell of your house when you return from holiday. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. It's that kind of, it's like when, I mean, it's sort of different now because there's always someone here. So if I come back, it feels like it's been... Like it's always, it's always kind of that sort of, it's unfamiliar, which is also always a weird thing. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to say it's never bad. I never walk in and go, oh man, this is bad smelling house. But like it has a kind of a newness to it. And also an idea that it does have a smell. You just are so used to it that you don't, you've kind of got rid of it somehow. Yeah. And I always find that bonkers that you walk back and then suddenly your house has got this kind of, Oh yeah, it yeah. Smells a house. It's crazy. It's that thing is that you can't smell your own house, but if you go away for a week or something, you you can you can come back and smell your house, and that's a tricky thing. You know what I mean? Like we don't have that with other things. Like you know, you you can come home and see your house, you know, uh, but you can see your house when you live in it every day, and you can hear your house, and you can taste your house. You know, you can't smell it when you're there every day. Exactly. And that's another one I think of as being a kind of like now, if I've been somewhere, I come back, there'll already have been someone in the house. So it's less so, and I'm much more likely to just get back on with my day. But there is always this little acknowledgement I know that I go, oh yeah, house smell. Whereas I think when I was a kid, coming back to the house from holiday would be like, like kind of wild. It would kind of keep me going for hours, the kind of, oh yeah, that's, it smells of house. I forgot about the house smell. That's a good one. My number four is a really obvious one that's very popular, probably lots of people's number one, but it is coffee. It's the smell of coffee being made, the smell of coffee in the air, right? But what's weird about that is that I don't drink coffee. Like, mm -hmm. I, the taste of coffee is, I'm not bothered, hot water with some stuff in it. The taste to me just doesn't anywhere near live up to the smell. The smell is like, like I'm saying, it's top five smells. It's outstanding. 
I'd happily have the smell of coffee brewing around all the time. It's great. But uh, yeah, I'm not a, I don't, it's a, to me, that's like a, I can't think of another thing where I love the smell, but don't love the taste. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's fine. I think but, but I'm not into it, but the smell is fantastic. Whereas all the other th- sort of cooking smells that I like, I also like the eating. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally agree, though. I think uh, coffee is a slight, I drink coffee and I enjoy coffee. I think the smell is slightly false advertising. I think it promises more than it ever delivers. I think whatever that drink is that they're roasting, that uh, you know they've done a kind of uh, they've done a switcheroo on you at some point and gone yeah that's it you know it doesn't doesn't quite feel like you're getting the full taste of coffee do you like coffee flavored things yeah uh, coffee see coffee, I think that's it coffee and walnut cake coffee chocolates oh, I'm into it I think that's closer to the smell of coffee than the actual drink coffee is yeah but you think they're about and also if you if you inhale a yeah, but that isn't strawberry. I've never had a strawberry that tastes like strawberries. Let's not go there again. Um, okay, <laughs> check out fruit um, <laughs> for this for more of this argument. But like, I, can, I think you can you can inhale a coffee and go. Mm. Whereas the, the drink itself is kind of like it's uh, yeah, it's not it's not quite the smell. And I enjoy a coffee. It's just it's not quite it's not quite the promise of the smell of a coffee of a it's- roasting. It's, a roasted bean. It's one of those estate agent smells, isn't it? With, along with baking bread, it's like exactly. you sell your house, put on some coffee, bake some bread, and don't it's fart. It. Like you know, sell your house, which That's if anything it. is bad, estate agent yeah. recommend it. It's a great smell. Don't let estate agents put you off it. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Because I guess even by association, you might be put off. Yeah. But yeah, they're good smells. A couple of good smells. Three. My number three is kind of a quite an obvious one, really. But it's um, clean clothes. And I think specifically, it's not just clean clothes. I guess clean actually is a nothingy smell. Whereas probably what I like really is detergent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that like I want it to smell of something. Like, like, as far as I'm aware, as someone like with with like sheets specifically, if I've washed my sheets, I want them to smell a little bit nice when I go to bed that evening, you know, Mm -hmm. I want to have a kind of, oh, this is why I've done it. It's got a nice smell to it. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Most days, I would say my my sheets don't smell. Hopefully, I'm sure they do before I wash them. But if you smell nothing, it's a kind of that's your kind of mean average, right? That's your. Uh, whereas I think actually what I like is the smell of detergent. Um, something I did once, uh, our washing machine broke, and you know we do like a service wash in a laundrette, and when that came back, they really were something. <laughs> you do go. I mean, this costs a lot of money, but in a way, I would love my clothes to smell like this all of the time. Wow. But what you're actually talking about is detergent, I'm sure. Yeah, but sure it's, that's it's, what it it's scented detergent. It's not the, the yeah. cleaning element of it. That, you know, I mean, it's not like the, the soapy element. It's the it's absolutely the, the, the scent that they add, right? Do you, use, do you use a fabric softener for extra smell? Um, I did when we had a dryer. Okay. But we, now, But now in the kind of I'm much more likely to either uh, hang it outside in nice time or we have a 
heated rail. Yeah. But we don't have a dryer anymore. Okay. Yeah, right. Um, but there was a time, yeah, when we had a dryer, I would get them as as because I enjoyed having an extra smell. And also just to have that kind of, um, especially in summer where a dryer is slightly too hot. And when you open it up, it's like having a kind of fragrant oven. <laughs> like it's like a kind of, it's like a flowered oven. A and you flowered go, hmm. But you sort of get that sort of hot, slightly too hot rush from a, from a clothes dryer. I haven't even touched a dryer in many, many, many years. I've forgotten what they're like. Bad for the environment, aren't they? I, they I just remember the bit, have them now. I just remember the bit where you have to scrape out all the fluff from the, from the filter. Oh, thing. that was the and, best bit. And you've got all this fluff. And you realize how much your clothes are shrinking every time you dry yeah, them. Yeah, you bet. My number three is a obscure. Well, it's not obscure, but it's like a niche one. My number three yeah. is neoprene. Neoprene specifically used for making wetsuits. Because like oh, I've, yeah. had a, I've had a, I've got a neoprene knee brace thing that I've had to wear at various times in my life from a bad knees. Um, but no, the neoprene I like best is wetsuit neoprene and if you have a wetsuit hanging up in a in a cupboard in a wardrobe which i do yeah when you open it you get the smell like it's a strong it's a smell it smell goes everywhere it doesn't rub off on other things really but it just has the smell all the time uh-huh. so it's a kind of rubbery smell like, like latex is not too far away but for me neoprene is the winner because i associate it with like surfing on a holiday or something you know going in the sea and all that kind of thing. But it's this good, it's a, you know, it's a plasticky chemically spell in a way, but it's like, to me, it, it reminds me of like healthy, wholesome outdoor time. So I'm a big fan of the neoprene smell. I've certainly got an idea in my head of what I think neoprene is and how it smells, mm-hmm. whether I'm imagining or bringing to mind the correct one, I'm not sure. Um, I'm thinking of neoprene almost is a bit like, the kind of smell that you might have in a float in a swimming pool in a leisure center. Is that a kind of neoprene kind of smell? No, that's different. But yeah, I mean, it's in the same family. That's that's that smell is yeah, actually, I think it's different. I'll have to, you have to do some neoprene smelling next time you come around honeysuckle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neoprene. You have a smell party. Yeah. Let's have some sniffs, get some sniffs out. Yeah. And then we'll eat some scrambled eggs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and some fruit we've got it all planned out uh, what a day yeah neoprene i think it's worth owning a wetsuit if only just for the smell and here's a top mm. tip if you go in charity shops you'll often find children's wetsuits for very cheap because they grow out of them very quickly and uh they didn't cost that much in the first place whereas adults wetsuits are more expensive and people don't grow out of them so much so they hang around so you if you just want it for the smell, get a kid's wetsuit. Get yeah. a really small, get a baby wetsuit, hang it in your car. You know, like on your <laughs> on your rear view mirror. The little kids. Or like wetsuit. an action man's action man wetsuit. If yeah. they've made one in neoprene. I don't know if they'd be at real neoprene. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be it's good. It's made me think I don't know if I've ever knowingly worn a wetsuit. I don't think I have. Or unknowingly. But you um, you would know if you'd worn a wetsuit. They're quite yeah. hassle to get on and off. Yeah, I feel like I've wasted my life. Also, I fear, I genuinely fear what I'd look like in a wetsuit. Everyone looks better like in a wetsuit because like, it like they? Does pulls it you kinda, in. It like kind of, it's like wearing a giant corset. I love it. Like a kind of Spanx kind of thing. Yeah, I wear the same wetsuit that I got when I was like a teenager. And anyone who knew me as a teenager will know that I am considerably less in shape <laughs> than I was as a teenager. Still fit the same I, wetsuit. 
just I was about to yeah. say, oh, I think James Bond does that. I think he doesn't he have like one under his like tuxedo. Then I realized it's the other way around. And if he went into like his casino and he had a wetsuit with a tuxedo on top, he'd just be like sweating in the casino. And that's a dry suit. That's a dry <laughs> So the whole point of a wetsuit is it holds the water underneath it. Yeah, it's the opposite. He has, he has one a dry suit, on like of. a scuba dry suit, and it, and it keeps, the, keeps the water yeah. out. So he does his swimming, he goes up to the casino, unzips, and he's yeah. already in that kind yeah. of gear. That's dry suit. I can't tell you how a dry suit smells, to be honest. Never, never yeah. had one. My number two is, uh, well, I'd say old comics. Mm. Um, but I mean, a lot of people I know like the smell of old books. I would say, because it's not just quite old comics. It's quite, it's sort of almost specific vintage. I reckon, I think what actually is happening is paper is rotting. And I think there's certain... There's certain age of comics now, which actually do kind of uh, are kind of stepping over into a kind of slightly unpleasant smell. Whereas I think now, yeah, they're slightly overripe, I think. And I think your kind of 70s, 60s comics are a bit now a bit like, I don't know if that is a great smell. I'd say you're kind of even your sort of mid to late 80s now, I think is, is now you're kind of that's when they're in season. You know, they take about they take about thirty years, I think, to re- but that's when of course they were printed on newsprint. Whereas now I think they're kind of they're all on glossier paper, so we'll see if how they age. How the smell um, goes, yeah. But there's sort of two things to it, because some also it's interesting that some modern comics, um, I would say comics that are published uh by uh the image imprint top cow stink. I think they're bad. <laughs> I think they smell. They use stink, I don't think they're great ink. comics. I think they're using some sort of stinky ink and on a kind of glossy paper that it's not it's not a nice smell to them. They're kind of quite bad smelling comics. And that's them new. Whereas I think as well you can get um some sort of modern books, uh a lot of kind of picture books and um graphic novels that have a real great smell to them Mm -hmm. as new Mm -hmm. and i think there's something about and i think what you're with older comics it's a mixture of the kind of paper that is ever so slowly rotting over many 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 years and with and with modern stuff it's the ink whereas i think there's a sort of i think with comics there is this sort of magical kind of venn diagram where both things are that you're kind of what you're getting is is sort of an ink smell which is particularly nice with with a kind of paper ever so slow slowly decomposing mm. so there's a certain air where you're kind of mixing the ink like like i say lots of modern stuff that have a, and i think it is it's not people talk about they like the smell of old books or the smell of books in general whereas i think when you with comics i think the difference is there's so much ink on the page that you are really getting a nose full of it if you really want to mm. You know, some comics smell are, are like are, are better than they read. You know, as well. There's like better ones that you kind of oh, go, sure. That's a great smelling book. That's but, like, a... yeah. There's millions of comics that I would smell but not read. Exactly. Like, you could fill a room with them, and I'd smell. I'd smell the whole lot in one go. But yeah. I wouldn't read any of them. Like if it was a bad batch. The reason it's so high on my list is, 
Um, I used to smell, you know, I worked for years in a comic shop and you worked in comic shop. You just said I used to smell. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I used to smell. I used to smell. I worked in a comic shop. That's what you just said. Yeah, that's that's how it goes. Just promulgating (laughs) stereotypes. (laughs) I mean, I used to smell. I worked in a comic shop. (laughs) But like, I would say why that's come so high on my list is that I had to work in a comic shop to so, to be socially acceptable by how much I sniffed comics. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was just a casual customer, I think if I saw someone who was sniffing comics that much, I'd be a bit like, What's, mate, what are you doing? Whereas I had to work there to get my kind of um, uh, my intake that I wanted of how many I wanted to smell. <laughs> And often it is a kind of like you will kind of open a book or a comic and oftentimes it is a real, you have to, a real inhalation of mm-hmm. what you're getting there. And especially sometimes, you know, it feels sometimes with stuff from the 60s that you are smelling something from before you're born. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it's a, almost quite a rare sensation to go, oh, here's something that has been especially ones who have polybagged it and kept it in a bag or whatever, it does feel like you are kind of, you're, you're somehow uh, uh, time traveling in that moment, I think. And, and I think it's, there is a sort of joy to smelling it. And that's why it's so high up by that. I would continue to do it, even though I think it's kind of socially unacceptable to sniff uh, books and comics and things. Do you think you got into sniffing comics by they started you off on the Moss Man and that was like how they get you in as the gateway (laughs) drug of sniffing? Then you graduate to sniffing comics. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think you know if you were someone that 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 if you went into a lush shop, yeah, or something, right? Pass out. I I guess you'd be like, uh, but I guess that's a shop that's made for sniffing things, right? People go in there fully expecting to see people getting a nose fuller produce or whatever they're picking up their little products they're getting there kind of everyone's sniffing everything even though you're in a place where smells are overwhelming mm. so you are kind of getting this full-on you're probably not really smelling it yeah. in its own context but that's a shop where you'd expect the customers to go around sniffing just about everything they're buying whereas in a comic shop it looks weird in a comic shop it looks weird especially given like we were saying there, there's a stereotype involved with comics anyway but it's probably not a particularly cool or nice thing to see someone sniffing uh, a comic book yeah and that's why i think it's got to be quite high up on my list because it feels like you're doing something that's slightly verboten you're you're a bit like it's not really a cool thing to do but you know you know i might um yeah it's certainly something i probably would do i probably take a inhale it at some point or try and get a bit close when it comes to new books the way that a new book will have a smell that it doesn't have when you've had it for a while i've always assumed but i haven't been to a a printing press to check this out but i've assumed it's the the four edge trimming that that creates the 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 main smell you get from a new book you know when they when they slice down sealed you mean yeah sealed like you mean, like when it's like when they cut into it, it's kind of so they slice down through the no, not yeah, yeah. sealing it. I think they slice down through there, and that gives you all these little 
you know, it's, 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 you know, it's a 500 page book. It's 500 little cuts and that has a kind of sawdust, a little micro uh, yeah, sawdust maybe. kind of thing. And it has that smell, which is more like a sawdust, more like a, mm. a lumber mill kind of smell, you know? So that to me is what the new book smell is like the four edge. Yeah, there's trimming. a definite thing. And I, I would definitely include, that's kind of why I said comics. There is something about new books and old books. Mm. I'd warn anyone off a top cow. If anyone's thinking of uh, taking up the hobby. Yeah. But that's a bad one to start with Don't reading and and sniffing yeah. like I'd avoid them at all costs. But like um, but there's some really I'd say like a lot of your kind of um, sort of fancier and um, kind of quite uh, designy kids books and comics mm-hmm. uh, for kids and adults that are quite expensive. Uh, well-bound kind of the ones that look like they're of certain quality are probably also uh, using quite high, quite high yields of inks and things and different colored inks. Yeah. And they're, they're always worth a, worth a good sniff if you're in a comic shop of new books, old books. I think you're looking at currently mid to late eighties, depending on when you're listening to this, probably about 35 years is when they really mature. I think a comic. So I think currently you're looking at mid to late eighties is your sort of prime spot for smelling comics. If anyone wants to take up the hobby, the comic smelling hobby, good one. My number two is a classic. It's baking cookies and a bit like the coffee thing. Cookies taste, smell great when you've got one in your hand and you smell it. If it's just recently still warm, it smells great. You know, like a chocolate cookie. But my partner and the kids, they they cook fantastic chocolate cookies, like a double chocolate, you know, like a dark, dark one with 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 chocolate bits in, you know, chocolate chips in. They're fantastic, but the smell of that when they're baking, that's amazing. And you come home, and it's happening when you come in the door. It's like, ah, this is the perfect, perfect smell to come home to. Above coffee, above baking bread. I've got a lot of baking bread smells, especially since COVID. When, yeah, my other half is been on the sourdough bandwagon um you know so every other day it's been like amazing fresh bread amazing smelling fresh bread that's fantastic but baking cookies you can't be it i mean brownies is good i brownies is probably on the level chocolate brownies mm-hmm. chocolate cookies for a chocolate fan it's really amazing if i could buy like a, a an aftershave that smelt like that i think i would i think i would get it because I, yeah. you know, I haven't worn an aftershave since i was a kid like since I was a teenager, um, what was I thinking? But um, yeah, like <laughs> I actually bought um, Michael Jordan's famously hideous smelling aftershave <laughs> uh, when I was a kid because I was such a big basketball fan, a big Michael Jordan fan, and he launched this aftershave. And it's like, yeah, it's like famously a horrible smell. Still got almost a whole bottle because it was horrible. <laughs> but, uh, I was hoping it was a valuable collectible, but it's not because a lot of other idiots like me bought it at the time. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I've never really worn aftershave or kind of sort of fragrance, but I do, I do like it. And I am attracted to nice smells. I was thinking today, maybe I should get into this. Maybe I should be getting into some fragrance stuff. Uh, you're right, though. I think baking bread is a great smell by all. And it's there's no reason, you know, there's, I'm sorry, there's every reason why it's a classic. Mm. But I do think it's sort of you add something when you add something sweet, because you get something you get that plus yeah and one i nearly put in but then i realized i don't actually like it is that i like the smell of 
like I like the smell of a warm donut, whereas I actually find that sort of donuts are kind of often cooked in that sort of it's actually a bit too fatty mm. when you when you smell donut cooking. You go, mm. oh, that's a bit much. Yeah. When you get those kind of da- donut stalls on like beaches and things, yeah. you go, actually, that smell isn't that nice. No. But in my head, the smell of like, I'm like, oh, I love the smell of donuts. Whereas actually the cooking donuts isn't great. No. But I think you're with, right. The- same with waffles. I was going to say, like, if you have like a Belgian waffles, the smell of them actually cooking is like, mm, not sure I want this. When you've got it in your hand and the smell is slightly less, you're like, oh, no, this is good. But it's the, that's because the oil is smelling. You know what I mean? The, the fat yeah. that it's cooking in is smelling. That's what I think. Right, I think you nailed this. I think uh, a cookie or brownie is is the the midpoint. It's something I was I was I was almost trying to find something like that myself. Something that's baked bread plus. But then when you get that's what I was doing. I was trying to find a median. I was going no, nah, but when you go donut, it's not. No, I think can't have it on my list because that it's reason. just the oil. I think it's baking cookies is for me the 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 master smell of of, of cooking. The the I think one you've nailed it. Uh, it's not my favorite that's my favorite smell overall it's it's even better than that we'll get on to it my number one smell is i think it feels like a cop-out and again because i feel like it's i'm quite bad with fragrance so i'll just say specifically a strongly scented hand soap i love it and the main reason i love it is Again, it's sort of socially unacceptable, but I love a hand soap so much that if I have it, I'll struggle not to keep smelling my hands. <laughs> you must and like I a know particular smell. That looks surely. weird. You must I, like think, a partic- I figure there is. I can't figure it out. But like certain ones, the one it's essentially ones that hold the scent. Like most most hand soaps have a scent, mm. and you can do it while you're washing them. It's the mm. ones that when you do it. You're basically your hands are now smelling of that nice, whatever that nice smell is, and it's that thing where it's a bad look to be smelling smelling, smelling your fingers and your hands. Yeah, out of context, it looks like you you're just enjoying the lovely soap smell, but what you look like is you're you look like you just put your hand down your backside and you're smelling. exactly that's what it looks like. Exactly, it it's a terrible look, and again, it's like the comics. It's a socially unacceptable look. But if I've used some really nice scented hand soap or something, like for the next half hour, I'm basically, my fingers are going to be like, you know, wafting under my own nose <laughs> as I'm kind of surreptitiously trying to smell my hand. <laughs> and it's socially unacceptable, but yeah. it's irresistible at the same time. You can always do that. There's some good, there's some acceptable hand to face things you can do, like, you know, just putting your, your finger below your, your, your nose like in a bent way bent sort of angle oh, yeah. way that you can be I've like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. that's that's like a classic way of smelling your finger you know without looking like you're smelling your finger i'm sure i've done it i'm sure i've done it many times i actually once went on holiday i had a weird thing where uh um i was doing some gigs and in uh was it in the west country somewhere i think was it paul perro where's that the kind of west yeah west coast and um cornwall isn't it cornwall cornwall yeah and uh i did two gigs over a couple of nights i was doing some kind of preview gigs and it was a very nice gig when i got there it's a kind of very small town when you actually get to the place itself and all they've really got is like you know they've got like a local shop 
and I realized I hadn't brought any like shower gel. So I was like, oh, I need to get something. And in that shop, the only thing they had left was like, um, was one of those ones that's like, it advertised itself as being like zero added, nothing added. And it's one of those things where you go, it's completely scentless. There's no scent to it. It's just zero. There's no smells. I guess it's meant to be super sensitive, sensitive skin or something. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing added to it, no specific scent to it. It was like, fine, that's fine. You know, it's still going to wash or whatever. And it's such a weird feeling because, you know, you can, you can sort of wash and you can lather up, but there's no scent to it whatsoever. Mm. And it really get, gave that impression to me. Like I felt like I wasn't properly clean because I don't have that sense of having washing with a nice smell. Yeah. And I was a bit like, never again, never getting this stuff again. Um, and so there is that. something about feeling clean and a, a, and a clean smell, which does come from something that's scented. I guess it's like the, the detergent again on clothes. It's almost to me, that's the proof of something being clean, even though, you know, essentially if I hang the clothes out, by the time I bring them in, they don't really smell of anything. Yeah. But they're clean because I've just washed them. You know, it's that sort of thing, right? It's the, it's the, it's actually the scent that almost gives me the reassurance of something being clean. Yeah. But I felt, you... I felt a bit rotten all weekend. Like, nah, this feels a bit, don't smell I feel clean like enough. I want to smell, I don't smell clean enough. Yeah. I get the, I get the science behind that. The, 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 if you smell of soap, if you smell of detergent, then it proved that you're clean because you don't smell yeah. of something else. Like your proves real, I've had a wash your real self. Exactly. exactly. No one wants to smell like themselves. No. My number one is kind of smelling like yourself, but not myself. It's kids' heads. Kids' heads. My kids, best of all, right? <laughs> and people often say babies' heads are the best smell. But, you know, my oldest is six. It's still good most of the time. I mean, she has very thick hair and long hair now. And on a hot day, doing some exercise, going out on the bike or the scooter or the roller skates or the any other thing like that, you know, with sweating and stuff. Yeah, that doesn't smell so good then. But for the most part, she's still in the game as far as nice head smell. And it genuinely, you know, because you spend, it's, it is socially acceptable to smell your kid's head, at least, at least up to six. I haven't tested it further than that. But they often sit on your lap or you're carrying them or, you know, you, you know, you, you, you inadvertently smell their head or loads, you know, unlike with <laughs> anybody else, pretty much. I mean, maybe you're, you know, your romantic partner, you might, but you know, not when you've been together for a while, like, you know what I mean? Like head smelling is less of a thing, I think. But with the kids, it's like, it happens, you know, that you're sitting on your lap, you, you know, you're watching the TV together, you're reading a book, you know, you're, you're, they just come and pestering you and trying to use a computer, whatever the thing is, their head's right there in front of your nose and you just go, and it's great. It's fantastic smell. It's like, it smells like my kids. They all smell pretty similar kids. I think having looked after other kids, you know, being a kid, I know kids, kids, kids smell pretty good. Right. But mm -hmm. your own ones are going to smell the best because you've known their smell since the minute they were born and it's. You know, it's it's 
it's changed over time. You know, the babies are something. You know, people say babies because babies' heads are so nice and soft and everything with the little downy. Head. I think there is with babies. I think babies do have a certain smell that's a kind of there is this sort of sweetness to it. I mm. almost want to say like toffee-ish or something, like a kind of. I think there is something. I think it's a bit milky. Kids. It's a bit milky. Maybe it's the milkiness. Yeah, milkiness. Kids are so milky. Babies are so milky. Yeah. But I mean, when when my eldest was born, she she had uh, some suspected sepsis after the birth, and so they they put her onto antibiotics straight away, like with a with a cannula, you know, like right away. And for the and we were in hospital, we stayed in hospital for a few days, and so for the first whatever it was three three or four days of her life she didn't smell wonderful she didn't smell like her she's because the antibiotics were like coming through her you know what i mean like they were like right. coming out of her pores the smell of it was this chemical smell it was horrible and i associated it with with her not being okay you know what i mean with her being mm. on this what you know strong to have antibiotics when you're zero days old and when she came off them and it's and quite rapidly she stopped smelling like that and then she just smelled fantastic especially once she was old enough that we could give her a wash you know it's really supposed to wash kids into her i can't remember how long it is a week or two something like that and then and then she just smelled fantastic but i had i i had a course of antibiotics in the last year or two and that same smell was like on me ah. You know, it's not with every antibiotic, but it must be some particular thing or some reaction in your body or something. And it was horrible. And it gave me this flashback to this smell that one of the worst smells, the worst associations of a smell, because it was all about the sort of perilous health of this tiny newborn, you know? So that's another reason I think where smelling your kids and smelling good and healthy is just like a fantastic thing. So that's the smell for me that you just can't beat. Like if I want a nice smell, it's so reassuring. I think you're right, actually. I think um, I think kids in general do smell nice on an individual level. I'd say where that doesn't work is I can think of some of my worst experiences have been like on the tube where there's like a group of school age kids going to a museum or something in high vis because then it's like you're on a tube carriage and they are all farting. Oh, and it's this incredible like, oh, my God, it's that kind of like. It's almost like I've got to change carriage here. It's like so you sort of look at them and they're all in their high vis and you think, and they all look like little kind of, now they've got their high vis on, they all kind of look like guys that work on like a road or something. Yeah. And you think, oh, these kids look cute. And many, it's all like, many construction workers. And you're, yeah, you're kind of looking at them and it's like, it's like a nice, it's a nice thing to see in your day and just watching little kids and their behaviours and and things messing about. And it's a nice thing to see on a tube. But then... As soon as like, it's like, it's not like one of them farts. It's like, they're all constantly farting. Yeah. It's just this sort of like, it's quite overwhelming. And at that point, that is when kids do not smell good. No. And I, that carriage is horrific. This, this happens all the time. I will bumps, genuinely smell, smell my daughter's head and be like, smells so good. And they'll just be like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, <laughs> Jesus, you know, like you ruined that moment. So kids heads with caveats that's what we're going to say <laughs> kids heads asterisk because it's you know they can stink the place up kids big time i guess heads fine bums not not no because it's not that because it's it, it's it goes everywhere it's the um 
It's the microscopic molecules released by substances around us. We're the substances yeah. of Charles Bum. Bad times. Mm. And that's my number one. I did have some other ones that are good. Matches. Yeah, that's a good one. In fact, I'd say any kind of like, like I think a sort of, you know, when you go somewhere that has got like an open fire or something, it is great. Yeah, mostly, yeah. A snuffed I, candle, a similar. You know, when you just snuffed a candle. Mm. Does the little, and then you have the, yeah, and yeah, the, the, that's the waxy thing mixed with it, right? Mm. That's uh, that's particularly good. I got flumps. Do you remember flumps? Yeah. The marshmallows. They smell, smell fantastic, like a bag of them. Better than like, if you're going to get marshmallows for, for cooking on the fire, that doesn't smell quite as good, but a packet of flumps, oof, that's a great, that's the best marshmallow smell. I think it's the best sugary smell, best sweet smell. Um, the big one that I absolutely would have put on, it sounds kind of wild, is like, one I'm really attracted to is petrol. And I was like, um, as a kid, I'd get car sick. And I think partly I was car sick because of the smell of petrol. And the most perilous bit of a journey would be if we had to refuel, because that was the bit where I'd be the most kind yeah, of totally. like queasy. And yet, like those kind of things, things that you're sick on are normally the things that can put you off for life. And yet I find it, I'm weirdly attracted to the smell of petrol. I don't like, like in, it. I know it's very popular. People love it, but I still associate it with like feeling a bit car sick and then stopping at a petrol station and being like, oh. I do. And it's, I, I have it both ways where I'm kind of, wow, this is, but there's something to it that I find quite attractive. But it can also make me feel bad, you know, too much of it. Um, uh, what else have I got on my almost bacon popular one, I think, but like that is a, great smell i think i was trying to think mm. of food stuffs that really make me feel there's some really great opposite me in a the street there's like a row of houses that all belong to uh sikh families and often the cooking smell from those houses are incredible if you walk past at the same time uh but bacon is kind of king of that i think i think like a curry being cooked not necessarily in the house you're in because that's quite full on and takes a long way to go away but like a walking path, walking down a row of houses where there's a lot of curry being cooked. Fantastic. That's the best. When I lived down mm. in Whitechapel, it was just like walk down the road and just be like, mm, I'm so hungry. This is the best smell. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. I like um, oregano being cooked in a sort of Italian-y kind of that sort of smell. Mm -hmm. It's always a good one. Uh, they're the sort of best food smells. Uh, but also things like leather. I think is a is a very kind of attractive smell mm, leather jackets and such like and those kind of shops when you go into like again when you go into sort of secondhand shops or charity shops it's that's the bit i quite like whereas they often also give you that impression of clothes that are just rotting a bit mm. do you know what i mean it's like they're a kind of these clothes are old and they're kind of rotting a bit and they're giving off a, a, a you know it's not unpleasant but I think leather's the only one which is kind of crosses the Rubicon into something like, I actually like this. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good smell of leather. I've got some bad smells. I didn't want to do a, like a full on worst five because I think. I think we could get into disgusting territory. It's some really awful stuff. Like, because definitely humans can smell terrible. Mm -hmm. for 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 good reasons and for terrible reasons and yeah but a lot of people like to say that their favorite smell is after it rains right oh do you know mm. after it rains 
I love that smell. They don't live in London, right? Because after it rains in London, especially if it rains in the summer, right? If it hasn't rained for weeks in the summer and then it rains, but it's still warm and the rain doesn't last that long, it just reanimates all the bad smells in the city, like all the dried up <laughs> dog shit and like, you know, bin smell and stuff mm. laying around the street and the filthy pavements that haven't had a proper wash from the rain. Just it's enough true. rain in the summer to like reanimate all those smells and bring them back to life. It's the worst. And as they I, as they um, evaporate, you know, as the water evaporates away, it takes it all up into the air. And you're just working for, walking for a cloud of like the worst fruit salad of bad smells. It's true. Often after it rains as well, especially if it rains hard, there's lots of places where I know during my walk to the station or whatever, that you'll pass a bit where you know, oh, that drain's going to be overflowed and that is going to stink. Yeah. So you're going to have like a, a sewagey smell yeah. after a, a hard rainfall. Yeah, I, I think at best after rain in London, at best you're probably getting a neutral smell. But yeah, it could tip if over in the back. park. Could be nice, you know. If it's a lot of rain and it's cleaned everything up, then it's going to be great. But that's a lot of rain to clean everything up in London. Mm-hmm. Another bad smell I've got is: Have you ever had to wear a cast, like have you broken your leg or broken your arm or anything? Oh no, no. But I can kind of imagine. So, like, when you wear a cast for like like six weeks or something, if you had a you know bad break, right? Six weeks, and then um, no air really gets in there, but some dampness and human flesh and it can all go a bit yellow and it's, it's disgusting and when they take it off it's that's the worst that's the worst grossest smell disgusting yuck but then to bring it back in another smell i really don't like which i think is is like the opposite you were talking about like you know comic book smell new book smell that kind of thing i tell you a smell i really don't like photocopiers do you oh, know yeah. the smell of photocopiers? That warm yeah, I sort of i smell? I could almost like that though. No, I, I don't of, like I that. I can kind of get on board with that. Photocopier That's the toner. ink thing again. It's the toner in photocopiers, and it's warm. And if you had like a freshly printed stack of photocopying, smell it. I don't like that. If I found it an unsettling. Smell. Do you know what? It is quite metallic, actually, isn't it? That sort of there's a there's a there isn't there's something not quite right about yeah, like, like leadish or something like lead or metal or something. It's like, do you know the smell of burnt copper? Like if you um mm. were cutting through, if you were cutting through a plumbing pipe or something, that smell yeah. of burnt copper is disgusting. That ah, that like puts me on edge. Well, the one where it tips over, I guess, is the kind of um, you know, like you brought up earlier, baking bread, great smell. Mm-hmm. Burnt toast, having a stroke. It's the kind of right. as soon as one goes beyond yeah. a certain point, it's a kind of it's a danger smell. Yeah, that's true. And uh, probably my worst smell. Well, it's not that there are much worse smells. Let's be honest here. Yeah? Like mm. dead animals and stuff. Terrible, right? Rotting animals. That's terrible. But the worst smell that you smell like relatively really burnt hair. Burnt oh, yeah. hair. Like if you singe your arm hair on the on the hob, that's the most common one. I do. You just get a little bit of it, right? But that is such a wrong and weird smell the mm. smell of burnt hair it's disgusting and it's always reminds me of um at primary school we were doing a diwali light dance right and we were literally this is tells you how long ago it was we were all holding tea lights in our hands like lit burning tea <laughs> lights right and we were in the school library which joined onto the school hall we were going into our performance to the teachers and stuff, right? And we were all lined up. 
and my friend Tom's in front of me, Tom Fowler's in front of me, and in front of him is a girl with really long hair, and Tom's holding his things there, and the teacher comes down and lights them all. And like a second later, these flames just, because you know how hair burns, it just burns up individual hairs one at a time, like up the thing. And Tom goes, BJL's hair's on fire. And BJL's hair was on fire. And this, it was the, that's the biggest hair fire I've ever seen. It was a lot of hair fire going on. And the teacher came and we were in the library. So the teacher started hitting her head with the book, um, just smacking her head with the book, trying to get it out. How bad is it? She lost a lot of hair. Oh no! From the longest point at the back, on really long hair, like she she had like poor thing midway down her back hair at least, you know, and um, and then we had to go out and do our light show thing, you know, like a minute later with just this smell everywhere of burning hair, and it was like a trauma for us, you know. I was right behind, and it was a trauma, and so always for me that's my worst hair burning smell memory. So yeah, not a fan of the burnt hair smell. Wherever you are, BJ, I hope your hair grew back all right. Me too. Me too. I wish you all the best. Crikey. I mean, yeah, let's not get into the worst things we've ever smelt. I don't think that's one we ever want to do, really. No. no. I probably know the answer, and it probably... I don't want to get into it. But there are some bad... We've had some bad smell experiences in our lives. You can't get to this age and not have some really bad Well, you could, you have no nose. And then how do you smell? Awful. Yes. Yeah, yes. and a shout out to the the best joke. Um, why did the baker smell? That's that's yeah. that's the best joke, right? A smell great, joke. Great smell joke. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like that we haven't done the punchline. Absolutely. Just ask a funny friend the punchline yeah. if you don't know it. Or make it up yourself, yeah. you'll probably get it. That's what we do. <laughs> My daughter has a, a kid's joke book and she asks me all the jokes the questions of the jokes you know and i i like to just try and work out all the answers before she can say them because that's a really annoying dad thing to do so she'll be like you know she'll be and every time she's like oh you knew it again and i'm like i didn't know it i worked it out you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would be annoying i can see yeah i'm quite next time you do a comedy show i'm going to come along and do all your punchlines before you get there yeah good luck um. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice one well listen that's probably a shorter episode mercifully because it's maybe talk about the most inane things but uh yeah send us more i think we're getting some really good ones coming in now we've got some oh. good ones coming up i think we're gonna get some more guests on uh thank you again to tom harris for suggesting it it was a good one i think yeah it's a good one. yeah tell your friends about the show um you know it's like lots of chat on twitter now i see nobody seems to be commenting on facebook instagram anymore it's all on twitter so people on twitter talking about the the latest thing and lots of chat about the uh the eggs episode that's definitely strong opinions held about that one good egg chat i'm glad i was i was worried it might be you know a bad one i was worried it was excluding vegans or something excluding you keep missing excluding opportunities come on (laughs) Can't we leaving them laying there like that, like you said? Laying. Anyway, we didn't do many smell nose puns today, so lucky everyone. Mm-hmm. But I have hidden two smell-related records in the background for the YouTube. Have you? Yeah. Let's see one. Anyways, mm. 
we'll see you next time for some more list ups. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.